Good morning, friend. I probably sound like a man right now because I've been sick for three days. <laughs> um, so here are my thoughts. I'm going to keep them very brief, um, mainly because I feel like we have similar thoughts. Um, one, I need Donald and the co-writer, Janine, Janae, I, I'm fucking up the lady's name, to seek therapy immediately. Um, I want y'all to seek therapy. This is now show number three, where I'm concerned for Donald's health. Seek therapy. Um, two, very well done show. Give um, Dominique her Emmy. Give it to her. Give it to her immediately. Um, if I need to hand it to her myself, give it to her. Um, number three, as a Beehive fan and Stan, I'm a little perturbed and scared at this current second. Is that us? Is that me? Would I murder people over Beyonce? I don't think I would. But could it happen for others? Sure. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to cut it so I can go to the next part. Damn. I don't know where I was going to start. <clears throat> Four. Um, so it's pointed out in the mockumentary that had me questioning if it was a mockumentary. Episode six. I was really sitting there like, is this a mockumentary? Um, or is this a documentary? I'm concerned and confused at this current second. Um, but in the, I peeped it before they pointed it out. Cause it's very obvious. Like when Dre gets into her mode is the way I'm going to call it. When Dre is in full swarm mode and she about to beat people's asses and kill them, she eats. And that is very a la insatiable. If you ever see the show on Netflix, it, it's about a fat girl who got skinny and then she murders people. And when she murders people, the bitch eats. It's very a la that. Um, so kudos to Donald. I don't know if he saw that show and took it and ran with it or he came up with it in his little brain. But uh, <laughs> yes. Um, five. Billie Eilish would make me join a cult. Um, straight up. I thought they were having a great time. The foo-foo white women seemed like they was living their best lives. I'm confused as to why um, the cult seemed like a bad idea. So Billie Eilish particularly would make me join a cult. Um, six, seven, girl, I forgot what time, what number I'm on now. Um, overall great show. The ending had me very fucked up because I was confused. I said, this is a hallucination. Why does Naja not look like Chloe Bailey? Um, and, and I reiterate point number one, that I demand that Donald seek therapy. <laughs> But overall, great show. Whatever Donald's going to put out, I'm going to watch. Um, he's in his horror movie bag. His, in his, and he's been in his horror bag, honestly, since season three of Atlanta. So, yes, that's it. That's my thoughts. First of all, 100% points were made. I will say, like, oh, my gosh. Like, when it came to that episode six, the mockumentary, I was like, this is this has... Atlanta written all over it. First of all, so the whole premise of we're gonna like mock, not even, yeah, mock this entire like fan base. Even when Najee was sitting up there like talking during the concert, I'm like, why does she, why does she sound just like Beyonce? Like, they're a fucking mess. Um, but pretty much the whole, because I've read articles at this, so many articles about Swarm. And it's like, none of it, all of it is fiction, right? None of it is real. None of the people are real, things like that. But they are based on like rumors surrounding the beehive. Like the Marissa Jackson thing, that was a real ass thing in, Bro in uh, not Brooklyn, Houston, Texas. When Lemonade dropped, somebody on the satire website has said that 
the girl was like so knee deep in B and J's marriage that she committed suicide because she couldn't handle it. Da, da, da. So he like made references to everything that was already like, or they, I'm sorry, made references to everything that was already like in the streets, especially the Sonal Lathan thing, which I felt like was the funniest little blurb. Like she really caught a whole fucking stray. Because even after she bit her, she was like, is that that girl from Love and Basketball? I was like, no, y'all didn't. And then I went and did a deep dive and Sonal Lathan did bite Beyonce. Oh my gosh. But going back to episode six, he, they do such a good fucking job of making shit look real. But it was not real. But I just had to kiki at that episode. I'm like, y'all, y'all are genius. And girl, how about I didn't even know that that was Billie Eilish. She looked familiar, but though she acted her ass off. And I was like, Billie, Billie. And, and even like Paris Jackson, Dominic fucking Fishback. Yes, thank you. I'll be right there behind you when you had her, her Emmy. And Kirstie Clemens, the girl who played Rashida in episode seven, she's my fucking girl. Like, she's on my radar at this point because, like, oh, like, I felt like everybody just understood the assignment. Everybody understood what the fuck they had to do. And, yeah, like, when it comes to, like, storytelling and, like, this this crime shit, making shit look real crazy. Um, and also, you got to watch, you've probably already seen it, but season four, episode seven, I think, of Atlanta, they have another type mockumentary. Like, Donald Glover is in his bag of doing shit like this uh, about, uh, the episode is the goof who sat by the door, and the whole episode is about how Goofy, um, the Goofy movie was based off, like, niggas pretty much and black people, and then people, the real person who, like, wrote it and did all that, he was like, I thought this was real, and I, I lived it, child. In his in their bag, when I tell you, like, girl, and yes, it was definitely about us. As a Beyonce stand myself, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, uh, it's gonna be hard to seem like a weirdo now when I talk about Beyonce and the very personal and detailed and intricate things that I know. But what was such a fucking key key child, and the thing that I know for a fact, like, uh. I love it. Like, even though it's a work of fiction, like, Donald Glover and Team Janine Neighbors, um, everybody who co-wrote, show-ran, produced, wrote, girl, Malia Obama has something to do with it, child. I'm like, y'all really ate that up. Like, y'all really ate that up. And, girl, I'm about to share something with you. I'm about to share something with you that absolutely transformed my whole thoughts on uh, Dre and her hallucination, girl. It's going to tear you up. And I'm perfectly 100% okay with Atlanta. And I I am all about shows ending when the creators believe it needs to be ended. Clearly in like Shondaland and the Greatest Anatomy Universe, that shit's still going. But I loved, I was sad, but I loved that Issa cut Insecure off at season five. Because she was like, I'm done. This is a wrap. I'm over it. Like, this is where it's going to end. Like, I think leaving it where it is and not where the the network wants it to go is a perfect idea so for me Atlanta ending where it ended and it being and it being like it's Donald's ability to like move on and do other things I love it for him also motherfucking Leon Leon as the goddamn daddy when baby when I heard his voice I said is that motherfucking David Ruffin is that motherfucking David goddamn Ruffin and when I saw Leon's face I hollered because 
one, I love me some damn Leon. And two, that man can act. Everyone on that show understood every single piece of that assignment. Everyone understood the assignment. Even <laughs> even the strippers. The stripper friends that uh killed uh Ralphie or whatever. I was like, the big one, I was like, you supposed to be um Ronnie from Players Club. I see it, boo. I get it. Like, everyone on that show did phenomenal. But you're absolutely correct. It's all based off, like, Beyonce lore. And Beyonce approved of this. According to TikTok, they said she co-signed everything. Because it doesn't put necessarily Beyonce in a bad light. It's just, like, this is the stay-in culture, and this is what you're going to get in a stay-in culture. Honestly and truly, I'm, I say this every fucking time. Well, every single time I realize how good Atlanta was and how blessed we were to have experienced that type of television, I'm like... I need to go back and run it back. Honestly, especially the last fucking season. He was in his bag. Like, I had to actually text my homegirl and be like, does Marissa commit suicide? She was like, I actually don't know. She's like, I was like, because there's blood on the back of the pillow. There's blood on Marissa's eyes. But if she committed suicide, how exactly did she do it? I said, because it, when she slid her wrist and it put her eye next to her, like, arm like i was like it doesn't make any sense so now reading through this color theory which I'm a big fan of color theory also of course it's a reference to candy man of course it is bees of course it is oh i feel so stupid for not catching that earlier but like she absolutely killed her killed her in a fit of rage because she was gonna pick khalid over them kills her just like he killed a girlfriend and listen her dumb ass to get them, forgot to get them tickets out of her girlfriend's pocket, which the girlfriend, God bless her. God, first of all, I just, what's the timeline on their lesbian relationship? Because one, lesbians do move really fast, but like, it was given it was six months, and I don't think that, that sounds right. I feel like it was like literally like two months. But like, God bless her girlfriend for loving her regardless of her being weird until she snapped, right? So she was like, you spent all your money on these damn tickets. A parallel from episode one to episode seven, paralleled. No, you you just said something because the we saw her. We knew by the time Rashida, her girlfriend in episode seven, seven started popping her mouth off about those damn tickets, we knew it was a wrap for her. We knew she was about to kill her because we knew what kind of, what kind of murderer she was. But when it happened to Chloe in episode one and Chloe went off on her, and then the next day Chloe just ended up dying <laughs> we were like uh it was a big ass question mark and Chuki kept saying like she killed her she killed her she killed her she didn't OD da, da, da. I was like no she did because maybe she was just like a huge stan and she called her and her relationship with the phone and all that shit but reading through that thread I was like no she killed her and I think oh what they do so beautifully and I fucking I love this project because they go back to the father, which, fuck, yes, Leon. We were, of course, watching on Prime. They show you who's about to be in the scene. And I just happened to, like, pause. I was like, wait, Leon? And he acted his ass off. Oh, I, there are so many flowers to give. First of all, can we, oh, just the black-ass cast. Billie Eilish acted her ass off. Paris Jackson, like, uh, every single person just understood the assignment. But, um... Yeah, and honestly, like, that last, first of all, that was such a fucking kiki. I was like, bitch, you over here killing people all willy-nilly, done burnt the damn body. And then my thing was, 
I'm like, okay, she must not be going to the concert. Did this shit within the span of two hours. Realized she didn't have the fucking tickets. <laughs> Who knows how she fucking got those tickets? Because if those tickets were in her girlfriend's name, um, I'm like, did you use your girl? Did you use her credit cards or whatever? Child, who fucking knows? Um, and then immediately kills two the other dude to get her front row tickets, and then is sitting up there all happy. I'm like, bitch, you didn't kill about a million people to see this Naja. But like you said at the end, when Naja just ended up being Chloe, it just was like that thread explained it perfectly. Like it, part of it was her obsession of uh, feeling powerful. Um her her link, uh, her conception of love from people who loved her and how they accepted her. Um, and that was like Chloe. Like, Chloe knew she was weird as fuck, but they had a, an understanding. She had a desire to, like, appro- uh, get Chloe's approval from things and, like, have that closeness to her. Child, a mess. But it's like the fact that we're able to, like, talk about this, about that show, just proves that they did what the fuck they had to do. They really did. So... You know in the show how it's portrayed that Dre hears festival and gets in her sexy bag and gets dressed up and goes to the club and fucks one of the Culkin brothers, by the way. I think it's the little Culkin brother because it's Macaulay, it's uh, the one in Secession, and then this one, Roy, with the with the pee pee, the peen peen in the uh, strawberry dish. Apparently, that's the Culkin brother. That's the youngest one. Fun fact, but okay, so she go, Dre does all that, and then she missed the call from Marissa about being um, left, and and then she just finds her dead. Somebody in the comments of this entire thread was like, so is it to be understood that Dre was texting from Marissa's phone the entire time? Like, Dre kills Marissa, snaps, and then goes to festival to the festival party, and that's her alibi on why she didn't kill Marissa. But, like, the text were just Dre texting herself. Because it made it seem like Marissa was panicking. She got into a huge fight with Khalid. And apparently she did. Like, he confirms it before, you know, Dre kills him that they got into a huge fight. But that was typical. But, like, I don't think the rest of it was true. I don't know. Like, she didn't just wake up. Like, for us, Marissa just woke up dead. And that's not what happened. So Dre has his hallucinations and then snap and then went to go fuck some random dude at a party. Like, <laughs> child, it was just a lot to unpack in this show. Yeah, it's actually funny um, because, again, from the articles I read, they were saying how Donald Glover, like, yeah, of course, he was pretty much talking about Beyonce, but he also touched on stand culture just from him being uh, a musician and like a lot of other people of course with the star studded cast they had a lot to pull from but it's funny because I was watching Atlanta season one episode two the other day and um in that one specifically it was like with the lemon pepper wet wings and the dude was like yeah um Keep keep going hard. Don't don't let me down, bro. Da, 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 in terms of like knocking people upside their head who like disrespect him, and it's like he's always touched a light on how weird stand culture is and how like it may actually impact the artist. So I agree. I'm I'm down to see like how this can evolve. Um, going back to just like 
being a, a huge Beyonce fan, I feel like her ass, she was literally searching on Twitter, look, collecting every wrong of everybody who was ever talking shit, and then being like, who's your favorite artist? And I was like, girl! Oh my gosh. And also, back to the timeline of Trey, or I'm sorry, Tony and Rashida's relationship, that whole scene, I'm like, child, child, Tony is a bum. Like, Tony was a full bum, like, to the core. <laughs> and I love how, like, we got them to, we got to see them uh, meet uh, Rashida's parents and, and it's just saw the love that they got. But like you said, it was just such a parallel to uh, the first episode of like, uh, Rashida was fed the fuck up. She was like, girl, are you serious? Like, are you dumb? I was like, ooh, like I really have to like rewatch the whole series now. I'm probably going to do that today. So I just saw an article that said that Rashida and Tony's relationship when she gives her the tickets it's their one year anniversary and I'm still like that don't make no damn sense and I really want I don't remember what the timeline point was for when she met Rashida I can't remember if it was 2017 or 2018 but like baby did a lot in like two and a half years so it might have been a year who fuck knows I don't think it was a year I think it was six months still just six month anniversary I just think she didn't go to the one in 2016 that was supposed to be Marissa's birthday. I think she either had to sell those tickets to make money and, like, leave. Or, and, like, the tickets that she had for the Atlanta concert two years later were scam tickets. Like, she used her girlfriend's card to get the tickets. And so she had to give Rashida's name at the door. But, like, I don't think she ever went. And I was wondering that the whole time. I was like, did she ever actually make it to that concert? But I guess she didn't, because if she had she had floor seats, she would have probably ran on the stage then, and we would have probably saved ourselves five episodes. Literally, because then it's also like, girl, this is really... That's why I love that they added all that background and context to her story in terms of her, like, being abused and just, like, been been like this. <laughs> because if it was truly about the music and getting to see Beyonce, nothing could have stopped that. She had to take it. She could have asked. She could have sold them hoes <laughs> and asked anybody to come. It was really about killing. It, it's been about killing. <laughs> because the fact that, okay, the first time she sees Beyonce bites her. Cool. Second time, um, she keeps trying to go, trying to go, trying to see her. And of course, you know, join the cult, all that shit. But it's like, we, she literally only got to see her like once throughout this, twice, I guess, throughout this whole thing. But once in, in person and child. Let me tell you what made me giggle. So like for two seconds, when Rashida takes tickets and she like neatly folds them in her pocket. One, I thought she was going to rip them and I was impressed she didn't. I guess in her brain, she was like, we can sell these. <laughs> or we can turn them or something. But when she got up to Rashida, I, for like two seconds, was just hoping that Dre would just be like, can I have my ticket and I'm going to go to the concert? But it was never about the concert. When she started choking, I said, well, <laughs> I'm not surprised. But like for two seconds, I was like, could she just get the tickets and just go? But it was never about the concert. It was never about seeing Naja. It was about the obsession of Naja and how that made her feel. She, 
Rashida's death was the worst one because I was like, God damn, she really didn't deserve it. But all she did was tell the truth. You spent our money on tickets. Like, that's really all she did. But and I guess Marissa's too was also very sad. Like, no, okay. No one actually deserved it in the series except for maybe Billie Eilish's character. Maybe. Maybe. But, like, everybody else actually didn't deserve it. No one deserved to be killed. She just was murdering motherfuckers. But Rashida's hurt. Because it was like, damn, like, she really loved you. And Marissa's now knowing that she actually did kill her and not that Marissa committed suicide hurts, too. 